everybody. Welcome back to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. This is your host, Chris Starr, and I'm joined today with one of our favorite recurring guests, my brother in arms and also legs, Chance Baran. <laughs> and also legs. How's it going, everybody? Good to be here. Pretty great. We're good over here. Excellent. Right off the bat, you guys saw the title, Chance Got COVID. Yep, indeed. I've been <laughs> sick for a bit, just a little bit. You can probably hear it in his voice a little bit. A little bit of sniffles, a little bit of, a little bit in the voice. A yeah, sniffling, a little different. It's mostly just like the worst headache. Yeah, I've I've had. That's kind of how. Yeah. The highlight reel of it all. It sounds like you got the Delta, my man, just like I did, because like so, Alpha is all up in them lungs. You know what I mean? Mm. That's where most people yeah. die in them lung stuff, but. Just like you, it sounds like. Mine was all up in my headspace, dude. Like crazy headaches. My fever wasn't as bad as you described yours as. That was probably the, the worst part was the fever and achiness, you know, body aches, that kind of thing. Um, that was dude, the, the body aches. How bad was that? Definitely oh. the worst, worst part. The, that, that's what led to me sleeping for just days on end was because... It wasn't really sleep. It was just kind of like shivering and sweating. So, you know. Dude, yeah. Fitful bouts of semi-sleep, right? Yeah. Start off with a fever of 103. That that happened for a couple days. But once that started to subside, it got a lot easier, quicker. You know, once it was no longer high fever and body chills. That was just the worst part of it. After that, it was pretty smooth sailing. Yeah. Uh, still pretty foggy up there. Yeah, he's just a few, probably what would be consistent with like a few days after you are transmissible. What's the word? Mm. You, as of right now, probably could not give somebody else it, correct? I wouldn't be the one to give out advice on that, but I mean, we're, <laughs> we're, we're staying you know, to the house until... Like really feeling ship shape just to make sure because it seems like yeah. it's bouncing around quite a bit. Or there's several things that are bouncing around. Some of the folks within our group, they're not feeling under you know, they're feeling pretty under the weather as well. They took a COVID test. There's they don't have it. It's not at least mm. not what theirs is being attributed to. So it seems like there's quite a lot bouncing around this time of the year. So regardless of, yeah, for of, real. of what it's probably playing on the safe side. Right now, right when we're about to enter people traveling for the holidays and spread stuff around, yeah, Lincoln and I want to make sure we're, whatever we've got, we don't want it bouncing around to anybody else. So we're going to just wait it out a little bit longer before, because we, we've got some traveling later this month as well. So we want to make sure we're not spreading anything when it comes time to you know visiting family. And the best thing about it is you will have had it. It's yeah. done. It's over. Like Frodo in the ring. Like you got it. You know, of course, obviously you're fresh out of it. So you know how poorly you felt. But until they crank out some other type of virus that isn't a coronavirus, you have the antibodies for a long time. Good. Excellent. I'm very pleased to hear that this battle, you know, will have some kind of benefit to me later on down mm -hmm. the road. Cause yeah, I've been out of commission for like a week and, uh, yeah, right. You know, it hasn't been like vacation. And so, so it hasn't been a fun time <laughs> off. And so I'm ready to get back out and start doing stuff because everyone else is having so much fun. You know, I'm ready to be out of the house. Are they? 
oh, well, you know, we've just been, we've been having all this rain lately and, you know, tornadoes and maybe not fun, but it's eventful uh, out and about. Right? Lots of things that need to be cleaned up. There's a lot That's going so on. Not so fun, but, you know, fun seasonal weather outside, out and about, and fun calls to go on when it comes to our line of work. Not the necessarily that stuff, but it's been a lot of eventful stuff going on here in St. Louis area. Through the company chat, I mean, I've been seeing all kinds of different calls. So, and, you know, you don't know how much you miss it till you're not out there chasing things, you know, for a few days. Dude, for real, Napa, after the Napa meet, I was like, dude, I was ready to get back in that saddle, baby, you know? Right, right. And, <laughs> I mean, if you guys listened to the podcast, you knew how poor of a meet it was as far as hunting. The meat hotel, great, awesome. I'll be honest, one of the best. Hunting spots, it was so equally the opposite. Like, the meat hotel and the setup was so good, and the hunting was so poor. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> I was ready to get back to my homelands of excellence that I've got out here. You did not miss a terrible meat. It, the BSing, the drinking, you know, oh, yeah. around the fire. Like literal fire pits, multiple <laughs> fire pits for everybody to hang out at. Right? How great does that sound, dude? It yeah. was the best. That sounds like a fun time. The hunting was so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well, it was you terrible. Know, you had plenty of time to chat then because you didn't have to worry about missing out on anything in the field. You know? No. In two days, two of the days were completely winded out, like forty miles an hour sustained. I'm not even kidding. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that being like that being the theme: high winds. Mm-hmm. Not even Oklahoma. just uh, oh, you know, by afternoon no one's flying. No, just the whole time, you know, a couple days. Just what was it? Uh, gusts of how high was it getting up? Gusts of seven hundred. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a foreign planet. We were. They said it was, it was Oklahoma, ours. but once we stepped out of the trucks, oh, it was. It was pretty rough at some times. Nothing but birds rolling down the street. Oh my gosh, dude. There was this kid. Oh, crap. I forgot to tell this on the recap podcast of it, but you know, we'll throw it down for here. I was just walking from my room to the main lobby one time to meet somebody. Mm -hmm. And I hear this falcon screaming behind me, you know, just the, the, you know, the pissed off scream that they do. And I look back and there's a, you know, maybe 10 year old kid with a, a falcon on his glove. And he's like smiling. It's like freaking out, falling over backwards, like out of fear and annoyance. I'm like, wh- who, you know, yeah. it was very obvious that like, okay, what does this kid have a falcon on his glove for? Because it, yeah. it's freaking out. Like it should be chilling or it should be hooded. Yeah. It's neither. It's freaking the heck out. And it's and this is during one of those windy days. Right. And so the, and the falcon is like kiting up, you know, Ooh. where it's like, it's, it's, yes, yes. And so it's catching the wind and like pulling on the end of the glove, like it's leash, you know? And the kid's like laughing, like this is f- <laughs> so, uh, like this is funny. Like, ah, oh, look at him. This is funny. Mm. And then the falcon just flies away. Oh, oh no. Yes. Oh no. F- it was not tied off. Oh. It just, <laughs> Oh, and like there's a couple of falconers around me. We're like, oh, 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 what? 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 And, and then the kid goes from like elated laughing to like immediate crying. Can you 
you guys help me? Like, like literally within about yeah. a three second span, like <laughs> on a dime to literal, like almost immediately tears coming out. Can you guys help me? Like from laughing, 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 shock mm. for about a second and a half, pivot to bawling. Yeah, just panic. Just, oh. And so I was, it flew onto the roof of the meat hotel and it was low enough that I was about to, okay, I got my boots on, like, let's do this. I'm about to like, you know, if it came down to a chance at any point, most of us could assassins creed our way up a house. You know what I mean? Like there are ways that we know if we had to, we can climb up to a one or even possibly two story house just through adrenaline and finger grip strength. And so I was, a, there was a way, you know, I'm like, okay, right there, there it is. So I, I, I lock my boots down and then I'm rushing up and then I see it take back off again. And then it's just, you know, the winds, the winds. nothing flies like a falcon in the wind. It just, yeah, that's not ideal scenario for that lesson nope. to be learned. That's a full, full leash, barely lure trained captive bred bird so oh, it's never hunted yeah. or killed anything so it died it 100% is dead right now yeah yeah mm. man. man rough sorry to start the pod out so that, uh anyway but it was just <laughs> the funny part was just the ha 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 right falcon gets away uh, that's Can uh, you go tell me? it was insane <laughs> uh, not at least you were not the only one that saw that and was at you know you were accompanied by other folks who were also yes. baffled at wait oh, a minute yeah. what <laughs> what just happened <laughs> what? oh how was this poor kid. how first off if he was moving it from the weathering yard into the main hotel to his room why did nobody double check that he didn't tie this bird off you know yeah. what i don't know Anyway, it was uh, it was pretty absurd. It, it was, was absurd. Someone else's problem is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude! Yeah, we had like a search party, you know what I mean? And then eventually, I was like, okay, I gotta leave. Like, oh no, telemetry. By the way, of course not. It was in the weathering yard. Why would it have telemetry on it? Oh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it have? Why would it have a transmitter on? Uh, oh. Yeah, some of the rule changes for weathering yard behavior and practices are for the better. For things like, I mean, it was in the weathering yard. Why would it need? Why would it need telemetry? Why would the past Mm-mm. like eight birds that got lost from the weathering yard need telemetry on them? <laughs> I mean, every year we lose one, right? At least. Oh yeah. I mean that. Honestly, as strange as this story sounds, it almost just sounds like, "Hey, has anyone been hunting all day?" It's like, no. Y'all want to lose a bird? Yeah, yeah. Here, give it to this kid. <laughs> it was his dad's falcon. Uh, oh man, yeah. The next night there was a Merlin talk, which is pretty awesome. I was there, and the guy also trapped peregrines, and it was mostly beach stuff. So he was mostly like touching on like beach trapping Merlins and beach trapping peregrines. And dude, the kid was in this front row with his dad. Dude, I feel like I would have been like so solemn. The following day, even at 10 years old, I just Mm. lost a falcon. Anyway, he did not seem solemn or understand the gravity of the situation and was like, hi, yeah, I was wondering if um, you had any um, ideas on like trapping peregrines without a transmitter on. Uh, Yesterday, I lost my dad's bird and this and that. I'm like, bro, I know you're a literal child, but 
have some sadness. Like, why are you not still crying? You know, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you hit him with the shame beam, dude. I I hit him with the shame gaze. That's for sure. I'm like, mm. why are you not ashamed of yourself, you ten year old? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was eight. I don't even know. Poor kid. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, he, here I am. Hindsight 2020. You stupid kid. Da, 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 da. I've huh. lost birds without... I have lost one bird without a transmitter on as well. So, Yeah, the mistakes that he's making now, some don't get those mistakes out of the way at such a young age, you know? They no, make those no, no, falconry no. Yeah, mistakes exactly. at 25. Hey, wait, I'm yeah. 25. Yeah, well, I, I, can tie, not I can tie birds off successfully. Not yet, not yet, almost. Have you lost one? I've essentially let birds go. Yeah, yeah. That's what? how bad I've... I uh, had a red tail oh, that no. Nicholas and I were flying late oh. into... It was basically a full-blown spring, underbrush and all. You know, we were like, well, we can oh. take one head a game. Per bird, per day. <laughs> per day Good in Missouri, baby. Missouri hunting laws. And so, yeah. you know, his bird yeah. that we had been taking game with much more, we were flying a spot we'd been at before. And uh, mm-hmm. I was I was like, yeah, my tell, you know, why not? Let's see how this goes. Well, mm-hmm. if it was a such a lackadaisical hunt from the beginning, I should not put all my telemetry on the bird or something. But yeah, we were doing fine until... One particular squirrel slip, and the red tail just was going after it, going hard. We're like, this is it. This is great. It's about to happen. Mm -hmm. And then the bird just kept going. And it's like, okay, well, we're not on the squirrel anymore. Why are you still going that direction? (laughs) Then just kind of, he started to lift up on a thermal. I was like, oh. What time of the day is this? It was going into late morning and so things were starting to kick up oh, it was starting to warm up it was that time of spring where you know it's brisk and chilly you, you know you wear your jacket to get things going but the jacket doesn't mm-hmm. stay on very long anymore and Uh-oh. so yeah bird started spiraling straight up and i was like oh yeah this is the farewell moment so goodbye telemetry goodbye goodbye bird i see you're about to catch wind to a different Different part of the different, different neck of the state. woods, yeah. A so, different county, at least. So that that was essentially, yeah. I, I lost that bird, but again, it was. I had flown my previous bird with a lot more zeal and enthusiasm, and so come mm-hmm. this this red tail, you know, I had started to put things on the back burner. You know, it was the tail end of this season, and you know like i said we had really focused more on on nick's bird than my 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 own and so yeah she was kicking ass yeah she so plus yeah nicholas and i we were moving and grooving whenever it was coming to morning hunts that year so cuz when we first got to kansas city that winter was a little bit more ice it was very very brutal you know we were just that. trying to hang yep. in there business wise and so dude kansas city is oh, all of kansas man so brutal like yeah. the hunt the summers are so hot and the winters are so cold like okay so if you go a little further north not bad like winters are colder but the summer's pretty freaking good you know like where i lived in yeah. wisconsin dude summers were balmy and so mild and chill you know what i mean winter's horrible of course but that's what you get <laughs> go down south say dallas right summer's pretty brutal 
you live in Texas. You know what I mean? But yep. the winters, you know, not so bad. Kind of chill. You know, every five years or so, they get a deep freeze. I lived there for one of them. Right. Um, literally five years ago. And then just last year, there was another one. But other than that, not too shabby. But then in the middle of them is Kansas. And it has both. I can speak on this because I used to freaking live there. It's just, it's yep. equally, what, what, why? Why so hot and so cold? It was it was a weird shock for me, you know. And I've lived in Louisiana most of my life. I spent a year oh, and a yeah. half in Florida, and so it's weird, like coming because like that's the trade off down there. Is like, <laughs> yep, in the summer it's humid, hot. Brutal. It's just nasty. It's it's brutal. However, wintertime when Chilling. everyone up north is like, oh, it's so cold. I you know need three hot hands taped to my earlobes just to keep them from falling off, you know? I was going to say something else, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to keep them from falling off. <laughs> and then in Kansas City, the summers, I mean, it's not that much different. I was like, wait a minute. No. No. You know, it's so uh, in Florida, it was, or Louisiana, the, the winter was, it's, it's just like tropical. It's just wonderful. It's fun. It's, it's great. But yeah, Kansas City, I was not expecting it to be so bone chilling in the in the mm -mm. winter but that first winter was just a sheet of ice and i was like is this how it's gonna always be like we just can't yes. go anywhere oh. <laughs> <laughs> just nothing but cars sliding off the road and people getting frostbite what is this it's too much dude yeah and like your pipes freezing and i was there for one of those bone chilling few days right before i moved to albuquerque like Ooh. Yeah. I had my girlfriend at the time visited and the pipes straight up froze and we were just like locked in, so to speak. And we yep. were working that landfill job, remember? Yep. And it was just like, like dude, <laughs> what? How did, how did we do this? So remember quail that we were feeding mm -hmm. to the birds? It would literally like freeze like in a bag in our pocket in the jackets that we were wearing, like the thick ass winter jackets yep. that we were wearing. We would thaw it out like at the house and then it would refreeze within like <laughs> 10 minutes of being outside. It was crazy cold. Oh, Teens, yeah, that's uh, or single digits, if I'm not mistaken. It got down to that. Yeah, I remember because we were taking oh. um, screenshots on our phone. One of the camera apps or whatever that we were using, oh, it would right. show. And the phone would, yeah, yes. it would show you what the temperature was. And I remember us just taking pictures of like, yep, it's zero degrees, you know. It's yeah, like, and then our phones would be like, "Hi, I'm dying," and it would just shut off because it was too cold. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, remember we were using the GPS. That was like the first one of the first years for the GPS. Uh, yeah, and then the phone would just stop working. We're like, shit, shit, uh, 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 put it back in the truck, you know. Speaking of things <laughs> freezing and not working, that was actually, I remember that day specifically because that was also the day that my drone flying career ended. You know, so, <laughs> so you had to have the battery warmer. Yeah, so older style DJIs, Dude. yeah, they had those, they have like this little tray you can purchase to keep the batteries warm or to like mm -hmm. warm them. You basically, plug the battery in and battery powers this little heated pack to keep to get it up to operating temperature well even that now knowing what we know it's probably a little too cold but yeah we didn't okay. have that and i just remember sending the drone up i don't think i had the lure but it was um <laughs> we were just at this point like 
hazing and harassing the gulls. The uh, birds had already yeah. flown. We were at the end of what we had available at that moment. And I just remember we were really starting to chase them up and they were, they were starting to respond to it. And it's like they're about to mm-hmm. take off and the drone is just, you know, it's, it's just cooking across the sky. It's going, it's, it's coming up to them and then it just drops. Like just, just falls. Zoom, just falls. And I'm like, what? And <laughs> yeah, it got so cold it just fell from the sky. And uh. luckily I didn't hit and hurt a bird or anything, but... Uh, I can still remember the moment that it just everything went quiet. It was silence, and then just thud. <laughs> yeah, so that that was that was a cold day because everything Ugh. was just shutting off. I didn't know that 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 would have happened, but hey, I won't make that mistake again. I'll always Mm-mm. keep my batteries warm before sending them up into the air. Ugh. Dude, and then bolt cutter got lost. <sighs> that bird has she been uh, transferred to a hunting home? A new no. hunting home? <sighs> Some of this, this dude freaking backed out on me. So uh, yeah, I need to relist her. Hey, if anybody's listening to this and wants a female Jeer Barbary chamber raised, so to speak. Genuinely failed four-week window method, yes. A ge- oh, gosh. Anyway, she is, you know, multiple-year-old Jira hybrid now, so she's not imprinted. But, you know, those of you who know how Jira hybrids get, you know, they get touchy-feely, you know what I mean? They get used to that, used to the human game. Anyway, proven to the drone, drone-trained, is pigeon-trained, is lure trained, like I've, I've lure flown her just on the lure for multiple months on projects, is a brutal savage of a bird. Like, we want her to go to a hunting home because she's just this demon, in a good way, but like, like, like she would rather kill versus like fly. You know, like with a tearsaw, you could like, yeah, I want to fly. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, she just wants to kill. Yeah, a will of her own and that is Dude. to shed blood. Yes, it's that. And so she needs to go to a game hawking home. So that would be for the best. It would be better that she went to a, a duck home or even a grouse home, you know, preferably a duck home because she's a, uh, I mean, I've never taken her above a thousand feet myself. You know, as brutal of a savage as she is, she could kill a duck from 300, no problem. Yeah, anyway, I think she would take out ducks all day. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah, I need to get her relisted. It's the wrong time of year to do it, but you know, hey. who knows? Free to a good home. Just kidding. Not free. <laughs> <laughs> Market priced to a good home. <laughs> Market priced to a good home. So what do you got? What do you got going on tonight? You said you're about to eat. What's the plan? Yep. Yeah, we're gonna eat some, I think, shrimp and chicken Ooh. with Ooh. mashed potatoes with all Whoa. the seasonings. Dang, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm excited to get married. I'm having the most bachelor... <sighs> Such a bachelor. Um, burgers? Bachelor I'm burgers? Two bachelor burgers? <laughs> I'm going to have two bachelor burgers. Which means... Okay, so I'm trying to cut... Oh, gosh. I got... Podcast came out between like one of my more preferred hosts and one of my more preferred guests. Mm. And together, I'm like, oh, sweet! Excellent. You know, 
And so I'm like, yeah, I'll grab me a brewski. And then I grab me another 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 brewski. Yeah. And then I ordered a freaking pizza and I ate the whole thing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a bachelor sized pizza. <laughs> I do not feel good. Yeah, I'm I am so bloated today. Oh gosh, it's oh. bad. All the gluten. I had an entire five gallon bucket full of gluten. My shorts are a little tight on me. It's hard to freaking put them on. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so if you want to put on weight, damn it, order a pizza, eat an entire pizza a day, as well as the other meals. No excuses. Right? So just a supplementary pizza, a whole pizza, <laughs> and whatever I was also going to eat. Yes, a supplementary pizza. Yep. Seriously, that'll that'll put some meat on your bone. Anyway, so I'm eating breadless burgers, like cheese, mm. elk burgers. Thank you very much. Oh, sad Ooh. face. This is my last pound of elk oh. meat. Yeah. Pour one out for the homies. And then uh, some cheddar and some spicy ketchup. Why is it spicy? Oh, spicy that, ketchup. Those gifts. I know, right? It's not from uh, Whataburger, but they make spicy ketchup now, and that is my jam. Yeah. You can not name and brands, but they've got some several different options. I like that you can just go... No free commercials. And Yeah, right. Yeah. Hit me up, anyone who manufactures spicy ketchup. You can get on board with us. <laughs> <Bye>. a sponsor. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine if we had a spicy ketchup sponsor? That'd be sick. <laughs> Best quality generic spicy ketchup brought to you by the wild. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. Or what if we make our own? Wildlife Command Ooh. Center spicy ketchup. All right. We'll add that to the to-do list. Yeah. That'll be for CNC's. all of these bachelor burger barbecues. No. My bachelor boys. <laughs> yeah, I was all in the throes of, I don't know. It was, it was great. I mean, you guys all know out there when that person texts you and your heart just flutters. Wee. Anyway, I was having that for a solid multiple weeks, and by multiple, I mean freaking damn six, many weeks, six weeks. Yeah, many weeks of awesomeness to. Nothing. Ugh, whatever. It'll it'll be a slow ride down, you know. Yeah. Better to have a slow ride down than a hard fall, you know. Right? That's true. Better this than you know, multiple months of. Yeah, it's always good to know the you know silver lining of of things. Yeah. It hasn't been just so much squandered time, you know. Like I said, you mm -hmm. know. It's been many weeks, no. but it's been weeks, not months. So not months. Hey, it's been weeks, not months. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Quick season. Plus, we've got plenty of adventures on, up ahead. We've got plenty of stuff in the docket. So, dude, speaking of stuff in the motherfucking docket, I'm excited for when Michael buys that building. We can get a studio set up, oh, and I'm gonna get on yeah. the frequent flyers program, and I'm gonna fly out to St. Louis once a month, every month. Yep. Yep. Because we're going to start putting out some freaking content, my boy. Yeah, it'll be fun. And then uh, you'll actually, you know, get to meet some of the things that we have over here as well that like to come to studios. I'm starting to warm up more to the creators and creatures that we have crawling around, yeah. leaping around things, lemurs. We, uh, Lincoln no, and I, I had to... have to say that. <laughs> Lincoln and I had to drive one of them 
to the vet and having him hang out with us. His name is Bear. I like him. But maybe it was because he was sick and not bouncing around so much. Yeah, um, and not freaking the crap out, pooping, peeing. Yeah, grabbing things, yanking on my ears. Biting. Biting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bite him back. Jeez. <laughs> For real, that's how you show him, right? You learn that in Snow Dogs. <laughs> well, did you bite his ear? <laughs> yeah, so did you bite the lemur back? Yeah, that's the, the question. Ugh. Yeah, the hawk grabbed you. Did you foot it back? No. That's not how this works. Nope. Yeah, I remember being a little kid not understanding, like, wait, so we just let it hurt you? It's like, well, yeah, because yeah. they don't, they hold grudges. You can't. They hold just, grudges and they don't understand, like, retaliation. Right. Except for Harris Hawks and Kara Kara's. Right. So don't teach the bird danger. Just sit there. Mm-mm. Yeah. That was a, that was a weird, you know, thing to learn as a youngin. Growing up around different animals, you know, what things you say, hey, you don't bite me, I'll bite you back, too. And then there's things. Oh, yeah. Dub also did not learn that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dub never learned a thing in his life. <laughs> he, did. <laughs> he would beat up old ladies if they got too close to his food. Yeah. You know how many times he was almost put down? And then, yeah, like, Dub? Conversely, like almost just died besides that as well. <laughs> I was about to say, was that just your fun way of saying, you know, how many times he's kissed death? <laughs> you know, how many times he's almost put down? He was almost put down. It's like, yeah, every time we almost went time anywhere. he was almost put down for like by life and then like by humans. Yeah. Yep. Opposed to, you know, being shot, being lost, <laughs> being hit by cars. He just soaked up every one of those nine lives he stole. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably on like 0.25 left of his last one. Straight up. Freaking dub. By the way, everybody, is Michael Baran's mutt. It's a beagle basset bred to a feist. Yeah, a fibaset, the stupidest name ever. A beagle basset, a beagle hound, and a basset hound bred to each other. And then that is bred to a feist. And it's called a fiber set. That doesn't make any sense. But anyway, yeah, that guy in Kentucky, he sure made that name. Fiber set. Mm-hmm. I remember when we got him, Mike won him in a falconry dog raffle. Yeah, that's way more of a Texas thing. Yeah, I brought these puppies, and you guys can win them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture of one. Got him out in my shed. Oh, that's right. He didn't even get it. He just had a picture, right? I remember seeing pictures before before the little baby dub showed up, and uh, yeah, yeah, he was. I guess he was cute back then, but he quickly turned into a problem. <laughs> he broke in the house one day because the we had this big metal door, but Louisiana, you know, some winds came through, I guess, and just uh, knocked the door open while we were gone. Dub just walked on in the house. He was like, "Well, they're gone, and they left all this available to me." I have to eat everything. <laughs> yeah, he went right into my room, just lounged in my bed the whole time we were gone, Ugh. which I didn't remember being very long. However, he, he was able to instill quite a number of, quite the flea population. So, ew, what? There was this poster that, I mean, it wasn't, you know, oh. so sentimental, but it was uh, signed by Elvis Presley's guitarist from this. Oh. Uh, This guitar event that Michael took me to, they were attempting to break the world record for the most amount of people playing guitar in one place. 
Uh, so it was a cool oh. thing. It was a cool little memento of that thing that we went to. Dub managed mm-hmm. to get it off the wall and tear off the corner that was signed. And then just oh, leave it. Oh my gosh, Dub. He had a tendency to like start to wreck something. He'll wreck it just yeah. long enough to where you're like, yep, it's wrecked. And then he'll move on. Mm-hmm. And then he'll move on to chewing on your iPad or yeah. Game Boy or something. What was... <laughs> Didn't he, didn't he break something video game-ish of yours? Yeah, NAFA one year, we left him just for a moment. We're like, you know, he's in the room, but everything's put up. Everything's put away. We'll be mm-hmm. right back. My MP3 player, it was a, a Sansa. Oh, yeah, it's a Sansa that I'd saved up. And, and I got that instead of an iPod. Uh, and Because I like this yeah. one. It had a blue ring that lit up. It was cool. Anyways... It was in a bag of its own, inside of a tech bag, inside of a backpack, which I believe might have been in my duffel bag. Either way, it was on top of a shelf on top of the fridge. But Dub got up there, pulled the bag down, pulled all of that out, and found that MP3 player that was stashed away in its own bag. He chewed it up and left everything else, and then was just laying on the bed. He's like, yeah, you thought you thought I couldn't get into something. Th- <laughs> I did this just out of principle, just so you knew. You thought you could get away with this? <laughs> Holy yeah, sh- dude, the freaking dog, man. Dub never made it easy on us uh, when it comes to you know. Oh, he, he he won't get into anything this time. He'd teach you. He'd teach you what you missed. But best hunting dog we've had him uh, and him and Beatrice. Oh, I guess he kind of was Beatrice that rat terrier. Yeah, both dogs of legend. Mostly Dub because he's still breathing after everything. Everything I have no idea how. I found out how because I always thought he was way older than he was. You guys got him just a little bit before I got there. So like I only ever knew him as a fully adult dog, Ah. but he had just reached that size before I came into the clan. I see. So when he was peaking, like, yeah, Dub does some crazy stuff. That's because he was in prime time, and we were, we were not afraid to let him shine. We took Mm-mm. him out on all kinds of calls in the back of Longhorn area. <laughs> is he slowing down now? At least, oh he yeah, just... he's he's an old man oh, now. Okay. Yeah, he's just hanging oh, okay. out. He's got his big fancy wood crate in the office with a bed in there, mm-hmm. and he's got a heater, and people are always throwing nice. him chicken eggs. Aww. Yeah, so he, he's living out his days. Oh yeah, he's he's having a good one. That's great. So, what is he like? Ten or eleven now? Ten uh, or eleven? I would say. So Go, Goten is nine. Goten. So is nine. so he has to be. Wow. A, yeah, Goten just turned nine. Is that crazy? Wow. But it had to be before two thousand eleven, because that's when I met you guys, and also like. Like decently before 2011, because he was already full grown when I met him. So probably 2009. That makes sense to me. I bet it says on that paper. I remember seeing seeing that little thing that had that was framed of him when he was a puppy. I think we do have something that says his full name because you know Dub is short for George W. Bush. George W. Bush. That's right. Yeah, and I remember I remember seeing something. So. Yeah, I'm sure it's floating around. We can find record of it. That or it's on, you know, if you go to Michael's Facebook, I'm sure. I mean, also, he, we would just ask him and he would go, 
fall of 2008. I got them in <laughs> September. You know what I mean? Like there, there would be no hesitation. September <laughs> there would 14th, be no hesitation. 2008. <laughs> I just it was finished. A partly cloudy day. <laughs> All right. Hey, we are coming up. My man, this was a good episode. See how you see how we've started to flow towards yeah. the end there, you know, the last half. We really started to just kind of flow into our normal conversation. I'm gonna get you out of the podcast mindset, buddy. We're just yeah. gonna get I'm gonna get you into the we're just two buds on the phone. I'm good with that. Yeah. I would like to get more into that flow. You know, it's just like any other skill or any other uh thing you gotta get used to, you know. Yeah. Before you realize the water's warm, you know, you're wincing your way in, but yeah, a microphone is a lot easier to get used to than a camera. So you know. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, I'm sitting in a very comfortable position right now. I tell you, you know, and so <laughs> you're just chilling. I'm just hanging out, man. You know, so nice. I like that we started off this way. You know, and uh, it's been a fun time. So we'll, we'll get more in the swing of things, and it'll just become more natural. I'm looking forward to it. So. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you jumping on here with me. Thank you guys for listening to the Wildlife Command Center podcast again with myself, Chris Starr, and Chance Air with an H, Hans Baran. <laughs> Air Hans Baran. Thanks for listening again. And if you guys have a wildlife issue and you're in Kansas City, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Dallas, Texas, Reno, Nevada, or Sacramento, California, please give us a call. If you guys want some coffee, we have great coffee. Go to buywcc.com. I just got a brand new shipment in. Uh, dude, okay. And so, Chance, this is legit. Yeah. Before I got that shipment, I had this bag of Starbucks ground. It's officially better than Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Our, our coffee is better than Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Straight up. Yeah, I'm bringing bags down for the holidays because oh, nice. I've got some people that are expressing interest in the coffee. People are like, ah, it's probably just, you know, repackaged, you know? And, and here's the thing, it's not. It's not, dude. Michael picked his own strains. Yeah, so my dad and I, we sat down in the kitchen. He explained to me the entire process, and I can't r rattle it off to you, but it's certainly, it wasn't just a, okay, we pick out you know, ah, we like this, we'll make something similar. No, he explained exactly the brew process because he likes to do a cold mm -hmm. brew and put a, yeah, there's same. a lot of science into it. And so I'm, I'm ready to bring it down because everyone I've heard that's tried the coffee legitimately loves the coffee. They're like, it's actually Straight good up. coffee. So we're bringing some bags. We're bringing a whole box of bags for Christmas. That's going to be... Oh, nice. Yeah, we're... We're setting up some new Wildlife Command Center coffee drinkers since Christmas. Heck yeah, dude. The more we build it, I mean, it's delicious. I don't want to drink other stuff now. Mm -mm. Alrighty. Ha, we're, go <laughs> we're, we're going long. Alrighty. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate you. Chance, thanks for jumping on with me, man. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. God bless. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Michael Baran, aka Bare Hands Baran. Make sure you go now to Discovery Plus, download our reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue, where we are out there every day rescuing people from wild animals. It is entertaining, it is engaging, and it is informative. Download it today and listen for our next podcast.